Views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. Hello, my lovely, loyal listeners. It's just Miss Rose. Today is my birthday, you guys. I am officially 62 years young, even though I'm only 35, but I'm 62, but I'm 35. And if you know, you know. Anyway, I was just listening to yesterday's episode of As the Massage Table Turned, and I had said I'll be back with the conclusion, and I never came back. (laughs) But that's okay, because I'm back now. And what I'm going to do is, on yesterday's episode, I began reading an article that was titled... Uh, spot a superficial person with these 18 characteristics they just can't hide. But then when we got down to the portion of the um, article where it says... um, It says scroll faster. (laughs) No, it doesn't say that, you guys. Um, It says... Now that we've covered how to spot a superficial person, let's go discuss how can you actually deal with them. And I said, no, ma'am. But guess what? We're going to do it today. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause to start today's episode of Ask the Massage Ship Returns. And... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to my auntie. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, baby. I just recorded that for my podcast. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, as promised, we are back on the website hackspirit.com with the conclusion of the article, spot a superficial person with these 18 characteristics they just can't hide. Now, if you want to hear those 18 characteristics, please refer to yesterday's episode of As the Massage Tip Turns, and I read this entire article. Well, not the entire thing, but I read the 18 characteristics. Now we are on 
who scroll 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 <laughs> scroll roll you guys okay um How to deal with superficial people. Five no-nonsense tips. Superficial people are a time suck and a happiness suck. When you are around someone who is selfish, everything seems worse than it really is because they are maxing out the energy and the positive vibes in the room. The more you hang around with this person or these people, the more frustrated you are going to be. The best advice is to avoid them altogether. The realistic advice and the advice that most of us need to follow because we can't always escape selfish people in our lives is to control your reaction to them. Here's how you can get a grip on superficial people in your life without having to do much of anything. Not only does Buddhism provide a spiritual outlet for many people, it can also improve your health and well-being. Check out my new no-nonsense guide to using Buddhism for a better life here. Number one. Acknowledge their actions are not about you. No matter how hard it might be, don't scream and yell at them and tell them they are shallow and selfish. It won't matter. They don't care. You care. And it's painful how much you care. But that's the thought that is ruining everything for you. You are spending way too much time thinking about them and you better believe they are not thinking about you at all. Hence, the selfish nature of the person in front of you. So let it go. Let it all go. And stop pretending you want them in your life and want them to pay attention to you. They won't. Their life is not about you. Number two, remember that they don't care about other people. Unfortunately, this is a terrible way to live, but a lot of superficial people operate like this. They simply don't care about other people. We can say this over and over again in a million different ways. But if you aren't ready to hear it, you'll continue to be frustrated by the selfish people in your life. Are you picking up on a pattern here yet? The way you feel about superficial people has nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. Time to turn the lens on yourself. Number three. Don't get involved. If it's difficult for you to be around someone who is selfish, just let them have their moment in the sun and move on. Don't engage with them and don't provoke them. 
trying to correct them or egg them on in a different direction, it's going to make them even worse. This is exactly the kind of attention-seeking nature that superficial people exhibit, and your attempts to try to convert them into decent people are going to be met with an enormous amount of resistance. (coughs) Excuse me, resistance. Number four, let the world revolve around them. The thing you need to know about superficial people is that they are not going to spend near as much time thinking about or talking about you as they do themselves. So decide ahead of time that it's okay. It's not really, but this is a trick you can use to get a grip on them in your own mind and move on without wanting to punch them in the face. Let them have their glory moments. Let them boast and be awesome and be selfish. It's only hurting them, but your thoughts are hurting you. What you think about the selfish person or people in your life is far worse than what those people are actually doing. As it turns out, getting a grip on superficial people is really about getting a grip on yourself and your thoughts. It's not what most people want to hear, but it's true. (coughs) Excuse me. If you can control those thoughts, you can be around anyone in any situation (coughs) and walk away without being frustrated. Excuse me, I know y'all glad you're not in my face. (laughs) Number five, pay no attention. A last line of defense is to just grab your smartphone and play some games on Facebook. If this person is as selfish as you imagine, they are likely doing the same thing anyway and won't even notice that you aren't paying attention to them because they are too busy ignoring you. (laughs) You You might find that your frustration with them is that you actually do want their attention and you'd like for them to be more involved in your life. Selfishness, however, is subjective and the person you are dealing with likely doesn't even realize their behavior. You've labeled them selfish and are suffering the consequences of their behavior. Pay no attention and you won't have a problem. All right, that was the end of that article, (laughs) y'all. Because there's a bunch of little ads in between that I'm not going to get sucked into reading. Uh, But that was HackSpirit.com. And the article was titled, Spot a Superficial Person with These 18 Characteristics They Just Can't Hide. And it was by Jude Paler. Updated June 18th, 2022, 7.16 a.m. And I want to thank you again, Ms. Paler, for um, your contribution to today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. 
And we will be right back after this brief pause for the cause with another exciting episode. I mean, another exciting article on today's episode, my birthday episode of As the Massage Table Turn on our way to season three. And we'll be right back. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is fake. It's an adjective not genuine counterfeit. It's also a noun, a thing that is not genuine, a forgery or sham, and it's also a verb, forge or counterfeit something. Fake. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely, loyal listeners, we are back. And we are continuing on HackSpirit.com. And this article is titled, Fake Friends, Five Things They Can Do and What You Can Do About It. This was written by Lakeland Brown, March 3rd, 2022, at 3 o'clock p.m. How many friends do you have? Five, ten, maybe forty. In the age of Facebook and Snapchat, it all seems like a game of numbers. The more popular you are, the more online friends and followers you have. But here's the thing. Quantity is never a good indicator of quality. You could reach the Facebook limit of 5,000 friends but feel that you're still all alone. Sometimes you don't even get messages from people you thought were close to you. But do you know what's the worst thing? Having fake friends. In my experience, these are the people who associate themselves with you for all the wrong reasons. Even if you expect a good time, you're eventually bound to have a terrible experience with these supposedly good friends. A friendship with a fake friend can also be described as a toxic friendship. According to Kelly Campbell, a professor of psychology at California State University, a toxic friendship is one that violates the norms and expectations of friendship. She says that friends friends should have your best interests at heart, stand up for you in your absence, keep your secrets, treat you with respect, be trustworthy and supportive, and be happy for your successes. According to Campbell, it's when these norms aren't upheld that it's a toxic friendship. I tend to agree with this. 
So how can you spot a fake friend from a real one? Here are what I believe are five common signs. Number one, they don't tolerate differences in opinion. Look, real friends always joke around and argue about trivial and serious matters. About both trivial... Look, real friends always joke around and argue about both trivial and serious matters. Fake friends also discuss these things, but here's the difference. They won't let you win. These friends won't let you rest until they've pointed out how they're absolutely right. Somehow, it's them who know the full context and have all the correct opinions. In other words, fake friends required unearned, full-on support. There's no room for compromise. Stephanie Safran says in Bustle, that this is a clear sign of a toxic friend. A person that always tries to tell you that you are always wrong when you ask for advice and lacks any empathy is someone that is probably toxic. And you know what? This is bad for your emotional and mental well-being. You should have an avenue to voice out your opinions without being harassed. If your opinion is discriminatory, you should get reprimanded in a peaceful manner. And if it's them who say really offensive things, they should own up as well. Sadly, fake friends have this issue. They have a hard time accepting they're wrong. It's as if you're just there to please them all the time. You're not a friend to them. In truth, you're just someone expected to parrot their opinions. And if you keep on disagreeing with them, they will stop talking to you until you ask for their forgiveness. Respect is a foreign word to them. Number two, they make excuses and break their promises. There's one pretty popular saying about friendship. It goes something like this. Real friends all well, real friends will always have your back. While this isn't completely true because even the best of friends have many responsibilities, it still helps us understand why we'd want to have genuine friends. In contrast, Your fake friends won't care at all. And you know what? We get it. It's completely understandable to decline an invite to hang out if you're busy. Friends shouldn't force friends to participate in social activities. But to always be unavailable? That's a trademark characteristic of fake friends. According To Dana Peters, M.A., a life wellness and recovery coach, if you are in need and you notice a pattern of your friend giving excuses or simply disappearing, 
you may be in a toxic friendship. <coughs> Excuse me. If you have fake friends in your life who are wearing you down, you simply have to learn to stand up for yourself because you do have a choice in the matter. One resource I highly recommend is IdeaPod's extremely powerful free masterclass on love and intimacy. Check it out here. Oh, my God. Okay. In this masterclass, world-renowned shaman Ruta Ayende will help you to identify the difference between fake friends and real friends so that you can be empowered to make a change. Most importantly, he'll teach you a powerful framework, framework which you can start applying today to truly free yourself from fake and toxic people. Okay, this is a full disclosure. I have watched this 60-minute masterclass myself and found it extremely valuable. Okay, so this is a, a basically, you guys, I'm off topic. This is a pitch for this shaman guy. And I'm not trying to do that pitch, okay? That's some kind of commercial pitch that they built into their uh, article. Smoothly, I might say. But I'm not. No. I don't. No. 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 Okay. Number three. You're only on. You're, um, excuse me. You're only an emotional outlet to them. We've all had this experience. After class or work. You meet your dearest friend and talk about anything and everything. You ask each other questions. How is work? Did you see anyone you're attracted to today? What book are you reading now? The point is, you share moments with each other. Both of you feel lighter and more enriched, knowing that there's something willing, someone willing to listen to you and vice versa. So, what's the deal with fake friends? Well, they still listen to your rants and raves, and you're all ears when it's time for them to speak out. But here's the problem. They're more keen to rant than to rave when they're with you. Worse, they listen to your advice that they asked for, but they won't actually change their ways. In short, you're just there so that they can vent about everything According to Suzanne Degg's White PhD in Psychology Today, this is a clear sign of a toxic relationship. Friends who monopolize conversations or only want to discuss their own lives and experiences without giving you time to share your perspective or feelings. Maybe something good happened yesterday to them, but even so, they'll focus on the bad things that happened to them yesterday or throughout the week, or the past few months even. Do you know about stress management? It's why some people do yoga every weekend. Some people play video games. Others read a book while having a good cup of coffee. Then there are those who scream into their pillow. Yet even the last option is better than what fake friends do. You are their chosen way to release stress. And it's just that. They won't change their ways. They don't become better after releasing all their frustrations onto you. Why? 
because you take off all the emotional load for your fake friends. They can then continue living in toxic relationships or being unproductive all the time. And we'll be right back, you guys, with the conclusion. Nah, I'm going to keep going. Nah, we're going to take a break. Yeah, because my throat is, as you can tell, getting scratchy. So we're going to take a brief pause for the cause, and we'll be back with the conclusion of this article, Fake Friends, Five Things They Do and What You Can Do About It after this brief pause for the cause. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. Number four, they're only around to get what they want. According to Suzanne Deggs White, PhD, a red flag of a toxic friend is if your friend only seems to like you or want to spend time with you when he or she needs something from you. Have you experienced this? As you're browsing Facebook, a friend request pops out of nowhere. You check it out and you're amused. It's someone you know at work or at school. You two have never really interacted beyond the usual greetings upon seeing each other at the elevator or down the hall. You can't even remember their name. But so what? You then proceed to accept their friend request. Soon enough, you realize the purpose of of this supposed friendship. It starts out like this. They ask you how your day was. You guys talk about the stress of working or school life. You know, trivial stuff. But then something happens. Out of a sudden, they concentrate on a specific topic. This could be about your current partner or your ex or one of your siblings. This could be about a possibly crazy drunken night you you had many, many years ago. You're not exactly sure why they want to know about something so personal. But since you already see them as a good friend, you open up to them. So how does this connect to fake friends? Well, it's because they're only around you to get information. Excuse me. Perhaps they're a close friend of someone you broke up with. They only want to know who you're with now or if you're feeling miserable that you lost your ex. Another reason for them contacting you is that they're jealous of your recent promotion. This friend of yours is really just hoping to get a shameful story from you, which they can use for bullying. The main point is they have no genuine interest in being friends with you. Number five, they can't keep a secret. It's common to develop a crush on someone. It's also not rare to share secrets about love to your friends. After all, it's fun to have someone to tell stories with. Plus, who doesn't like getting teased once in a while about their love interests? So here's the dilemma. Fake friends don't know when to shut up. It's as if they're it's it's as if it's in their nature to spill the beans the moment you're not around. They don't care about your right to privacy or that you trust them enough to keep a secret. According to a piece in New York Times, betrayal makes for a bad friendship. And when friends split up, 
It is often in cases where one has shared personal information or secrets that the other wanted to be kept confidential. For them, it's all about the drama. They'll even tell lies if they have to. This is because spilling secrets makes them feel like they have power, that somehow this will make them more popular or better in the eyes of others. Do you know about Gossip Girl? It's like that. Fake friends are just waiting for the next big juicy gossip from their friends. As long as it's not about them, they're more than ready to let the world know ASAP. How to deal with your fake friends. Okay, so now we've identified whom among your friends are the fake ones. You've realized how manipulative and unworthy they are. What do you do about it? Here's a suggestion. Cut ties with them. We know it's not easy being the one to initiate this, especially if you've had genuinely good moments with them. But remember, you're better off without them. And second, there are people out there waiting to be your real friends, people who will listen to you and who are willing to be there from time to time. So approach your fake friends one by one. Tell them what your realizations and how you honestly feel about them. Let them defend themselves, but don't let your guard down. They might just be guilt-tripping you to get out of the situation and look like the good guys. On the other hand, perhaps you don't want to completely get rid of them. It's up to you to decide. Dr. Lerner said in the New York Times, that it depends on how large the injury is. Sometimes the mature thing is to lighten up and let something go, she added. It's also an act of maturity sometimes to accept another person's limitations. Or you can't because either you'll see them every day at work or because they're genuinely good friends with your other pals. In this case, learn to distance yourself from them. You guys can still be acquaintances or friends, but you will no longer be as open to them as before. You won't trust them with your personal stories and secrets, nor will you expect to get any help from them. This is where you could adopt the gray rock method. The gray rock method gives you the option of blending in so that you no longer serve as a target for that person. Liv Strong says that the Great Rock Method involves remaining emotionally unresponsive. It's a matter of making yourself as boring, non-reactive, and unremarkable as possible, like a gray rock. More importantly, remain as emotionally unresponsive to these pokes and prods as you can possibly allow yourself. If you can't cut them out of your life completely, try separating yourself from them as much as possible. But if you can cut them out of your life, then you need to decide what's best for your emotional health. Perhaps Karen Riddle, J.D., says it best. Let's ditch all those frenemies that seem to provide us with a constant stream of pointed barbs, 
backhanded compliments, competitive comparisons, and fake praise or encouragement. Only by changing your approach will your fake friends realize that they can't mess with you ever again. And you guys, that is the conclusion of that article on HackSpirit.com from Lakeland Brown. Fake friends, five things they do and what you can do about it. And that, you guys, is going to be the conclusion of my birthday episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Please support my sister podcast, Just Miss Rose. And you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you off your square. Because you are the only you in the entire universe. And nobody is doing a better job at being you than you. And on that note, we will talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, you guys remember, I'm doing a podcast every day this week because I want Halloween to be, which is the beginning of season three of Ask the Shape Turns. I want it to be episode number 200. So I will talk to you guys tomorrow and have a happy Tuesday and have a great rest of the week. And thank you again for your support. Bye.